financially tuned. Whether it's a high-performance engine or an orchestra, there's a significant difference between being slightly out of tune or perfectly in tune. The same is true of your finances. When your financial plan is even slightly out of tune, you may be paying too much for taxes, exposing yourself to too much risk, or retiring without a sound income plan. And like the conductor of an orchestra or skilled mechanic, Mark Fricks of Master Plan Retirement Consultants is the professional who helps to get everything perfectly tuned. A lifelong resident of the Marietta area, Mark Fricks has spent over 27 years in financial services. Mark's extensive training in the needs of those retired or planning to retire has prepared him well to guide folks through the maze of challenges that face today's retirees. Contact Mark at 770-980-9262 or on the web at masterplanyourretirement.com. And now, here's Mark Fricks to help you be perfectly tuned. Hello and welcome to our edition of Financially Tuned with me, Mark Fricks from Master Plan Retirement Consultants and our host today, Tony Shore. Today's going to be a great discussion. We're going to be discussing uh, the markets, the stock market and how they react and the volatility and how you can perhaps at least uh, partially control that volatility and try to uh, manage your way through the markets. And so that's our topic today, and, and we're looking forward to talking about it. Well, yeah, thanks for that introduction, Mark. It's great to be here with you again today. As always, I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and Mr. Mark Fricks here uh, with us as always. And you're right, Mark, it's going to be a great discussion. And we're going to be talking about managing assets. And Mark, here's, here's my view of this. People during their working years a lot of times uh, they're watching those markets. Um, of course, a lot of times they aren't, but some people out there, you know, we might have our money, we have a 401k at our work, and maybe we have some investments and maybe we think, oh, I'm, I'm saving money and making money for retirement in the market. But then there's market volatility. And ever since, well, really 2000 and 2001, uh, we've had some big upheaval in the market in 2001, then again in 2007 into 2008. And now we've seen a huge uptick, but it's been very volatile. One day we'll have a huge drop. The next day we'll have a record gain. So the market has been volatile. And I find that people who sit there and watch that and live or die by that market, when they get into retirement or as they get closer to retirement, that's not necessarily a good situation to be in. Maybe you can clarify that for our listeners. Well, it, it, it's really a, a difficult time, Tony, when you're, when you're entering retirement. Um, of course, maintaining your money and keeping your principal becomes much more important. At the same time, we need some growth you know, to keep up with inflation, to keep up with taxes and things of that nature. So I really think the world we live in has made it much more difficult to invest, not just because of the volatility, and we certainly have a lot more volatility today, but we also have a lot more information. And as we've discussed on this show before, probably the biggest enemy of the average investor is their behavior and their emotions. And so if you're constantly bringing up your accounts online, you're able to see them 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And so you open it up and, and you see that it's down, you know, $300 or $3,000 and you, you know, you pull up again three hours later and it's up to that. And, you know, it's just a constant game of, 
uh, you know, of, of emotions. And, and so that's really, you know, it's not a great way to live, to be honest with you. And, and then we turned on these radio shows and TV shows with all the talking heads. And as I've told you before, Tony, we, we call that investor pornography because all it is is a way for, for people to make money. Sure. Uh, nobody on television or the radio knows what the market is going to do, and they can talk to their blue in the face about this great company here and this great company there. But, you know, I don't care how great of a company you are, if, if there's an, an event somewhere in the world, it's going to drive your price down. And so all of this talk is just that. It's talk. So, you know, investor behavior. In fact, Tony, I'll, I'll, I'll let the listeners here know this today. I think I announced this a few weeks ago as well. True confession time. Um, I do not manage my own money. I outsource that to, to another money manager because I don't trust my emotions and my, my behavior. So we set up a, a, a game plan when it comes to investing and then we stick to it. So by having somebody else do that, it, it makes it a little bit easier. So, you know, today's discussion, I think, is going to be a lot of fun because we're going to start off by talking a little bit more about uh, volatility and, and, and where the markets, um, you know, how they take us. And then we're going to discuss, hopefully in the second segment, we're going to get into a little bit about how to, how to combat that. So I think it's going to be a great discussion. Well, I think you're spot on there, Mark, and it is going to be a great discussion today. Uh, you know, it's funny you mentioned uh, talking heads. Some of them talk until they're blue in the face. Uh, some of them quite <laughs> literally work themselves up into a frenzy until they're blue in, a f- in the face. And I'm not going to name names, uh, Jim Cramer, but uh. yeah, there are a lot of uh, crazies on TV. Uh, some Sometimes it can be entertaining and sometimes it's scary, uh, but no one can predict the market. You never want to try to time the market. I mean, that's a huge mistake. and. Um, uh, what's the saying? If, if you try to time the market, you'll lose every time. Yeah, that, that's right. Because again, it's, it's not really based. I mean, it's, it's, it's so many factors involved. And, and again, when they, as soon as they tell you to, to, to swing one way, it's going to swing the other way. And as I've said before, you know, there's really two basic emotions when it comes to an investor and that's fear and greed. And so if you can just imagine in your mind, a, um, uh, um, a graph that just shows uh, mountains and valleys. And so when you're looking at what happens uh, in, with the investor behavior, as you see the, the stock price going, going up the mountain, then you can imagine the investor, what they're doing. They're just, you know, they're, they're just drooling, right? You know, the price is going up every day and, and you know, I'm making money. And I think I'll some more now that the price is, is higher. So let's buy some more, which by the way is, buying high, right? Right. And let's buy some more and it's getting better and I'm feeling great. I'm telling all my friends and then, and then it kind of plateaus as all stocks do at one time or another. And, and so there's a plateau and I'm like, well, you know, that's okay because it's, you know, it's been climbing a long time. And then, and then it's got a little bit of a drop and it drops a little bit for a few days. And, but that's okay because, you know, stocks go up, stocks go down. It's a great stock, blah, blah, blah. Goes down a little bit more. And goes down a little bit more, and we got a few weeks of it going down, and and then we start thinking about some of the articles we read. Well, this was a great stock, and by the way, they say stick with it and and don't don't bail out, just ride the ups, ride the downs, and which is may not be bad advice, but we keep riding it down, and then it keeps going down, and then by the time we reach the valley, guess what? We're ready to sell, which is called selling low. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so so we yeah. bought up. So most people do end up, most people, they say, you know, uh, there's been uh, study after study done and some of the large investment uh, banks and investment companies on Wall Street have said 
you know, 75% of all investors uh, buy high and sell low. That's, that's right. That's right. You know, when you look at the largest outflow of money in the history of the stock market, guess when it was? It was toward the end of 2008 when prices were nearing their low. And, you know, people just panic. That's that fear factor. And they just, they're going to get out. I don't care what. It's just this, I give up. And then guess what? Then they stay out of the market for the next two, three, four, five years. There's still a huge amount of money on the sidelines. And guess what they've missed? They've missed a great run up over the last five years, going yep. on six years of a bear uh, of a bull market. Yep. And so now, guess guess what? They're probably getting back in right as we speak. And we're due for what, Tony? Well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it could be a, a, another downturn. Yeah, it's 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 time. You know, it's time for it. It's time for another bear market. You know, and I don't know exactly when, and I don't know how severe, but but it's coming, and we're actually doing things to prepare our clients for the next bear market. So, you well, know, even it's, the it's Bible that, says, Mark, even the Bible says, <laughs> no man shall know the time nor the place of the day. <laughs> it's, and I'm that's pretty right. sure they were talking in the Bible you, about the market, right? You think that's what? Okay, I'll have to I'll have to look at the context of that one because I didn't remember that referring to the market. Oh, we but. have to actually, we actually have to have context. Okay, I see. <laughs> I see how true. you are when you I'm quote, sorry. quote scripture. No, yeah. but seriously, uh, it's it's funny because yeah, I always think of that verse which is totally about something even more serious than the stock market. But uh, yeah. when we're talking about the stock market, it is funny how, you know, these people will predict. And I'm like, oh, man, if somebody tells you they're sure about something, that's when you run, you know. Yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, Warren Buffett, I love his quote, which is uh, when there's blood in the streets, buy. In other words, when everything is losing, everything is down buy. And, and, you know, that's, that's tough to do. That's tough to do, which is why, as we'll talk about in the next segment, it's important to have a, a game plan before all of this happens. So you know what your account is designed to do when it's going up, when it's going down, when it's flat, have a plan, stick with it, don't panic. And that's why I think anybody that tries to manage their own money, or at least the majority of their own money that they're depending on, is not being wise because again, those emotions come into play and there's the rare individual that can overcome those emotions with uh, true tactics. Sure. Well, yeah, we need to take a quick break here, Mark. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we uh, do? Well, before we take a break, just let folks know that uh, we'd love for you to visit our website and find out more about uh, how to manage money and being actively managed. The website is masterplanyourretirement.com. Some great uh, short videos and white papers there as well. Uh, and just find out more about how we work and how uh, being actively managed with your money is a part of an overall retirement plan. Or just give us a call if you want to chat, 770-980-9262. Love to hear from you. All right, we're going to be right back with more from Mark Fricks on Financially Tuned after this. Do you ever feel like you need a retirement toolkit to help navigate your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, legacy planning, and more. Receive your Retirement Income Toolkit from Master Plan Retirement Consultants now by going to masterplanyourretirement.com or by calling us at 770-980-9262. 
Welcome back to Financially Tuned with Mark Fricks. And Mark, you've been giving us a lot of great information and some good insight on today's show about market volatility and uh, you know how to how to look at that and make sure we're not too emotionally involved and that our market uh, our market and in- investments in the market aren't uh, led by our emotions. Uh, I think that's key. Now, moving on, I have a question for you. Uh, as people get older or even near retirement, as we approach retirement or in retirement, we really shouldn't have all our eggs in that basket because the market is really red money or high risk money, right? It is, Tony. And one of the things we do when we work with a client is we begin establishing um, the difference between what they need and what they want. And so we start with what they need. And what we all need is we need enough income coming in to make ends meet, right? I mean, we need to eat, we need to pay rent or mortgage, we need to, you know, to to take care of basic necessities. And so that money we call have to money. And uh, so we segment that off and we treat that differently. We, we, we put some types of a, of a guarantee or some type of a protection on that money because, if that money goes away or drops substantially, then you, the rest of your life is changed. And so we segment that off. And then the other uh, money, the other assets we have, we can treat differently. We can, we can keep it in uh, some type of a market account or accounts and try to grow it for those extra things, uh, the special vacations, the, you know, the, uh, the money we want to be able to maybe help our grandkids out with, the money that uh, we want that uh, you know, that lake house with things like that. So that becomes the hope so money. Um, but even with our hope so money, Tony, that's money we still don't want to lose. Now it, it will have some risk involved, but instead of just putting it into a bunch of mutual funds and, and meeting with somebody once a quarter to readjust or rebalance, we want to go a few steps further than that. And that's where we want to, I think what we want to talk about coming up here in this segment. Well, yeah, and I think what you're leading to, and what I want to ask you about is you often use the term, uh, we hear assets under management or managed money. And I have a feeling that a lot of folks out there, and I know I was in this category for a long time, thought that, hey, I've got uh, an investment advisor. I've got uh, I've got my uh, I've got money my money in the stock market. I'm I'm putting my savings in the stock market, or my 401k is attached to these mutual funds or some the stock market in some way, and that's being actively managed. Uh, but is it really, uh, does that count for being actively managed or are you talking about something different here? Yeah, almost every time I have this discussion with a, with a client or a prospect is I'll ask them, I say, uh, you know, is your account being actively managed? And they almost always tell me yes. And I'll say, well, tell me what that means to you. And usually what they mean is, is that I've got some mutual funds and there's a manager managing those mutual funds for a fee. And, and once a quarter or or once a month or whatever, we, we might sell this fund and buy this fund and that's managed, but that's not actively managed. And so it's a different level. And it's actually Tony, a level that really wasn't available to middle America until the last few years. And I guess what's opened up that door is a couple of things. Number one, it's technology. It's the ability to use computers and certain programs and specially developed mathematical software that allows us to, uh, 
truly actively manage account an account. And then the other part of that is the fact that um, there's something fairly new that's come aboard and it's called ETFs or exchange traded funds. So when you take those two things there and combine them, we come up with truly an actively managed account. Well, that sounds interesting. Uh, maybe you could tell us a little bit more uh, about how that works. Okay. Well, basically, you know, the old days uh, of the buy and hold or, or just having some management, you would set up, the, you know, picture this, this pie and it's sliced up into different slices. And that's kind of the portfolio of yesterday. And, and so you have one slice of the pie may be a large cap growth mutual fund and the next slice may be an international fund and so forth and so on. And so you've got these different mutual funds and, and you put together this pie. And, and again, you know, every once in a while you might sell one and buy one based on what it's done in the past. Well, instead of doing that, what we do is we take this a similar pie, but instead of being made up of mutual fund, it's made up of ETFs. Now, an ETF is an exchange traded fund. An exchange traded fund is kind of like a mutual fund on steroids. So if you know what a mutual fund is, a mutual fund is, is just a, a gathering of stocks that's managed by a portfolio manager. But the ETF basically is an unmanaged fund. And really what it is, it's an index fund. It follows an index. So let's say you have an ETF that's an S&P ETF. That ETF just follows the S&P up and down. So the positive with that is the fact that there's not a management fee. There's a very, very low fee built in that, that you know, pays the people that, that just put this together, but you're not paying a portfolio team. So you're not paying the 1% or 2% mutual fund fee. You're paying a 0.2, a 0.1, a 0.3, oh. very small fee. And so you've got that going for you, but you also have the ability to buy and sell all during the day. I, Tony, a lot of people don't realize this, but a mutual fund cannot be sold until after the market closes. Well, you know, a lot of things can happen between 9.30 a.m. in the morning and 4 o'clock p.m. in the afternoon. And if you don't have the ability to sell that fund during the day, you could really be riding down a pretty huge loss during the day. So the ETF has the ability, just like a stock, to be sold at 10 o'clock in the morning, 2 o'clock in the afternoon, 12.34. I mean, it doesn't matter. It can be sold. So it gives you more flexibility. So, uh, you know, part one, much, much cheaper. Part two, flexibility. And then part three for the ETF is it's very tax efficient. Uh, mutual funds have uh, some kind of an extra tax burden built in. The ETFs do not. And I know that's really important, but along with that, it's also important to make sure that you have uh, your asset allocation uh, well diversified, correct? Right. That portfolio that's made up of the various ETFs, it could have, based on your needs and your age and your situation, it could have ETFs from a dozen different parts of the market. It could have an ETF for sure. bonds. It could have an ETF for, you know, for the S&P, for, uh, for Europe and Asia, for emerging markets, for small companies. I mean, there are, um, of course, thousands of ETFs, but in that sure. portfolio, there could be 10, 12, 15 ETFs. Um, and you can also have certain alternatives. You know, you could have uh, you could have consumer goods. You could have technology ETFs. Huh. I mean, you can get pretty, you know, pretty particular with 
what's in that portfolio. But even with all that and having the well-diversified portfolio, you also, again, have the ability to move in and out with everything or with pieces at a time. And so that's really the, the, the powerful part of the actively managed portfolio. Are there costs or commissions or fees that they need to be aware of uh, in order to have somebody actively manage their accounts? Well, um, like everything, there's no free lunch. Uh, so there certainly is a cost to this, but I think it's, pro- I think, and I think everybody will agree with this, it's a much better way to pay for a service. You know, the old portfolios where every time a, a broker or an advisor bought a stock or bought a fund, there was a commission triggered. And the commissions, you know, are all over the board, depends on the type of fund, uh, the type of stock it is, but it can get pretty expensive. And this is the problem I have with that. And the reason we do not charge commissions is the fact that every time a, a change is made in a portfolio, it makes one wonder, is the change being made because it's really a good change? Or is there somebody up there that needs to make a commission because they've got a, a, pay, you know, a, a, a mortgage payment coming up and they need to, to make a commission? And so there's always that conflict of interest, at least uh, that's the way I see it. With these actively managed accounts, there are no commissions. There basically is just a percentage fee on the entire portfolio and whether there's a, a hundred trades done or 500 trades done, that fee does not change. Now there could be a small uh, trading charge that does not go to the advisor. It goes just to the platform, just for the cost of making a trade, but they typically are very, very low between five and $10 a trade. But uh, besides that, there is that fee. And what's nice about the fee, let's say there's a one and a half percent fee on this particular portfolio. Well, if, uh, if that portfolio doubles in value over the next five years, then everybody wins. The client has doubled their money and the advisor is making one and a half percent of a larger pie than they were making five years before. So everybody's in the same boat. Everybody has the same um, goal and that's to grow that portfolio. So every move that's made you can be pretty assured that it's to grow that account and not just to yeah. to make a commission. So it kind of puts everybody on the same side of the of the table, so to speak. And, sure. and I guess a final comment about that is the these type of portfolios can only be uh, managed by folks that have a special license. It's a fiduciary license, a license that allows uh, advisors to manage money. And so it's really kind of a, a higher level of licensing. The old broker license uh, kind of has the, the, the saying that they can cause no harm. But the license that allows someone the fiduciary responsibility to manage money means we have to do what's in the very best interest of the client. And that is in writing, that is part of that license. And so there is a fiduciary responsibility to always do what's best for the client. And I think that's really a key point as well. Well, I think that is a key point. And thanks for that and everything you've shared today with us. Uh, Mark, as always, you're a wealth of information. It's been a great show. Unfortunately, we're out of time. Uh, maybe you'd like to really quick uh, throw out your phone number and web address for our listeners uh, so they can get a hold of you and talk to you more about this. Absolutely. I'd you know, love to chat with anyone that wants to give us a call. Uh, we are available during the week, uh, Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. And uh, I am available most of that time unless I'm in a meeting, meeting with another client. Number is 770-980-9262. If you are unable to reach me, you leave a voicemail, and I am great at calling folks back. 770-980-9262.
So I'll uh, be glad to call you back or visit the website at masterplanyourretirement.com. You'll find a wealth of information there. You can actually listen to some old radio shows and just find out more about the stock market and how we actively manage money. That's great. Well, we're going to be back same time, same place next week with more from Mark Fricks right here on Financially Tuned. Hope to see everybody next week. Look forward to a show um, just as just as power-packed as this one. And so we'll see everybody next week. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Mark Fricks at Master Plan Retirement Consultants. Call 770-980-9262 or visit their website at masterplanyourretirement.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. 